welcome to episode 365 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about parkrun. I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I'm Simon Mackley and I'm coming to you for Kwandamooka country. Hey Mel. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Simon. Happy New Year, Mel. How's things? Things are brilliant and uh, we're back into the swing of park runs. We're back at the desk, back in the uh, comfy chairs and uh, back for another year after a nice little break. And I can see you, Simon. I know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a first for me. We've got the cameras on and I usually turn the cameras off. But, you know, it, it might have its benefits if um, things go awry. Indeed. Indeed it will. But uh, I'll, let me tell you just quickly I had one of those worst experiences of parkrun morning, Simon. My goodness. What happened? Have you had it when the alarm doesn't go off and you wake up <laughs> and you you look at the time and it's not what you want it to be? <laughs> Definitely. Yes, I've had that. Oh, my goodness. Yes, half asleep, woke up. Um, I'd had my alarm set for 5 a.m. because I, I do like to have a nice hour or so to get ready, uh, make my coffee for the car trip and all that kind of, not rush. Um, so I had the alarm set for 5 o'clock, wanting to leave the house by 6 a.m. to drive across town. Woke up at 10 past 6. No way. Oh, and my brain just, ex- I think my brain exploded. <laughs> Still no one like. Um, what do I do? What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Horror, just sheer horror. But anyway, I'm like, okay, thought it through, quickly got out Google Maps and did the calculation of the drive time. Yep. Worked out it was mathematically possible. Yay. (laughs) I literally just got dressed and got in the car. So seven minutes later, I was backing out the driveway. Wow. Caffeined or not Uh, caffeined? uh, uh, Yes. Sans caffeine, um, yeah. But I, I made good time, and so I did do a quick stop at the Seven Eleven. Lovely for a povo coffee, <laughs> one dollar <before>, coffee <laughs> before I turned up at at my event. But yes, that was a shock. Oh my goodness! And you know how come? You know how come I my alarm didn't go off? Well, phones are good for alarm clocks as long as you charge them. Ah, yes. When they're flat, they don't work. No, they don't buzz. <laughs> no, you're right. Even if you have two alarms set, they're still not going to go off if they're flat. Oh. oh, yes. Epic fail. It was all user error anyway. At least you got there. I did. You got there for <laughs> yes. plan A. I'm sure you had a plan B and a plan C in your head. And I was feeling really anxious after, you know, not, not the best start to the day and as I they were saying, ready, set, go, I was like, oh, I don't even want to run. I don't feel like this. I'm just – maybe I'll just walk. But you get that adrenaline when the crowd moves so I, you, and you just move with them. And if you self-seed yourself well, yeah. and which I, I must say I'm pretty good at doing these days, um, looking around at the people and judging where I should be. Uh-huh. Uh, so before you know it, you're running along at your good pace. Yep. And uh, and uh, I, I did a good time, which I wasn't expecting. Awesome. So I was pretty happy with that. But I, I do always maintain Frog Hollow is a fast course. What makes a course fast, Simon? Some courses just are and they shouldn't be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, Frog Hollow is a weird one. It's, it's like an out and back, but as you're coming back, you can't go all the way to the finish line. You've got to do a loop of a lake. Oh, okay. And before you can then return to the finish line and the lake's like granitic sand, so it's not – mostly you're on pavement, but then you've got to go off and do this loop on granitic – so it just – it shouldn't be fast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird one anyway. Interesting. Okay. But tell me about your summer break, Simon, and your adventures. Well, I've stayed at home, but I have had the pleasure to go to quite a few different park runs. So on the 23rd, I went to Main Beach, as I had said in the the last pod, where I was meeting up with the ambassadors. But the big thing was that Sarah and Matt from the West Side came to Main Beach as well. So (laughs) they've now done the first event in Australia, which they were very excited about. Um, So yeah, I met up with them. Had a good chat with them before I then went off to breakfast with the ambassadors. 
Um, I don't know what it is about Main Beach. It always seems to feel longer than 5Ks the three times I've done it. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, <laughs> you know how Frog Hollow is a fast one? Well, Main Beach to me just feels like it's the longest 5K ever. And I don't know what it is. Um, so that was on the 23rd. Then on the 30th, because I didn't do a Christmas Day one, I went to New Farm with Sarah Matt again, and that was a, a bit of a ch- last-minute change because Sarah had been up in Toowoomba the night before, um, and where we met up with Roberta, who was um, volunteering before she flew off to South Australia. <laughs> so we had Brecky with her before she literally left to go to the airport. She gets around that lady. She sure does. Um, then New Year's Day, I went to Wet Rock or sorry, White Rock. And that was a slip of the tongue, but I was about to say it was absolutely pouring down. So I am going to call it Wet Rock. Wet Rock, yeah. So it's um, it's an interesting one. It's it's all trail, and there's a few little uh, things that they tell you at the start, like do not go off the trail because it used to be a um, artillery firing range for the army (laughs) and if you step off the trail there's the possibility of there being unexploded ordnance no way who's doing that risk assessment i know exactly (laughs) what (laughs) so i i had been warned of this um so like i was yeah i was concentrating on staying on the path (laughs) problem was that before before we even got to there, the first time as brief, we had someone say, okay, there's a lot of endangered frogs in this park, uh, so try and stay out of the puddles because they've been laying their eggs. And I'm like, <laughs> as I'm running in ankle-deep water, I'm thinking I am not avoiding puddles. You're a frog murderer. Exactly. <laughs> so I didn't want to go off the trails because of the ordinance thing. I didn't want to jump in puddles. Oh, it was just, yeah, it it was a <laughs> it was one of the hardest park runs I've done because it was so wet and it's quite quite undulating. So you um you go up a hill for probably a few hundred meters and then you run downhill to the turnaround point. So let's say you run downhill for two k's and then you run back uphill for two k's <laughs> and then five hundred meters. Oh, it sounds great! I can't wait to go. There. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But no, it was, it's a smallish group and that sort of thing. But the funniest thing was that they'd put on their Facebook page the day before, because it's been so hot out here, the kids want to have a water fight before the start of it. So obviously with the rain, there was all these people with water pistols. There was one guy with this massive super soaker. And as I was running along, like I was already clothes sticking to me, all this sort of thing, he was running at me saying, you don't look wet enough and the firing... <laughs> water at me i'm like okay great so that was a bit of fun and it would have been fun had it been a much hotter day (laughs) after that i met up with um sarah matt again so they went and did ipswich so i met up with them uh on the other side of ipswich and we had breakfast together for their last time in queensland they're going off to the tennis and then flying home that night then the next week, 6th of January, I went to Kelvin Grove, and it was one I hadn't actually heard a lot about, so I wasn't expecting heaps, um, but I've got to say it was a gem just outside the city, like it, not very far from the city, heap of parking um, in the industrial area where near where it starts, um, and it's definitely not one to be overlooked in Brisbane. I have a new appreciation for, for Kelvin Grove, that's for sure. Mm. And then last Saturday, to finalise it, um, I went to Fodder Forest. So we had people staying with us over the weekend from Sydney and they said that they wanted to go for a park run and I thought, well, Redland Bay, because of this rain that we've had for three weeks, is going to be so soggy. So I went to Fodder Forest and, yeah, so our friends, two of them were first-timers, Never been to a park run before, which was awesome. One of them actually got their barcode on the way to park run, which yeah, shows how much of a first timer they were. But lo and behold, Jackson came along for his 12th park run to now um, keep his promise of doing one park run for every year of his age. So, so I'm not looking forward to his 50th in 2061. <laughs> So, yes, Fodder Forest was, was wet, but it wasn't as bad as Redland Bay because they actually cancelled and were turning people around saying, go to Fodder Forest, go off. So we had a massive influx of people with a couple of minutes to go, um, including my brother and his family. So, um, yeah, it was a, a much bigger event at Fodder Forest on Saturday. 
Now, I know you've had huge adventures, so I want to hear all about it. <laughs> oh, God, where, where do we start? I start back at Toolan Creek. Yep. So Christmas morning, my traditional Toolan Creek visit for the year. <laughs> and it was my fourth time going there. And the third time I shared it with Brendan Peel and Jodie Maisie. Um, we also had some wet weather. So I decided to leave my lovely Brooks Christmas runners at home <laughs> so they didn't get wet and muddy. And it was just as well because it did rain, although it wasn't heavy. The air was just wet so it wasn't unpleasant or anything like that jody and brendan kept dry under the shelter there at tool and creek with a, and a bit of an adjusted start finish point and um yeah so we had a few days obviously to recover from the festivities before i packed up the barina and headed west to the clear valley in south australia where i was camping for nine days my little car was packed to the roof with all the gear required for myself and belinda who was flying in to join me from brisbane the first park run of the trip was Copper Trail. Copper Trail is in the small town of Kadena, meaning Lizard Plain in Aboriginal, and is the largest town in the Copper Coast and on the York Peninsula. It's about 150 k's from Adelaide and runs on the Copper Coast Rail Trail, which is a walking and cycling trail connecting the towns of Kadena and Wallaroo, following obviously, the old railway line. The course runs as an out and back on Bitchman Path with the start-finish point opposite an old race course. There are toilets on hand and a small shelter for the briefing with historical signs giving information on the local points of interest. We were joined by Andrew Johnston and Martine Barrett to make up the crowd of 98 participants and 11 volunteers, third highest since their launch in November 21. Afterwards, we joined the event team for brunch at the Triple B Cafe in Wallaroo, a book and board game cafe. Belinda and Martine enjoyed a game of Marvel Guess Who while we waited for our food to arrive. We also discovered adventurer Nicole Yarwood and listener Robin Gosling were at the table. And we also signed up event director Jerry, who happily shared his adventuring stories with us. With tourist tips from the team, we set off to find North Beach where we could drive on the sand in Martin's Commodore, not the Barina, and tour the historic Moontar Mine area on the Bumpy Miniature Train. Fun fact, my ancestors were Cornish copper miners who came to Moontar before continuing on to the goldfields in Bendigo, Victoria. Okay, so that was the first one. Our second parkrun adventure was a trip into Adelaide to volunteer at Thorndon Juniors on the Sunday. It was a great morning with the kids, managed expertly by adventurer and RD Jonathan Morgan. We had quite the adventure front happening with holidaying Sam and Luke also volunteering, jet setter as per previously mentioned, Roberta Winters, uh, locals Anthony Patterson, Belinda Land and a surprise appearance from the very lovely and ever-giggling Janet Reed. The next parkrun adventure was New Year's Day where we headed to Port Broughton on the traditional lands of the Gorner people. Port Broughton is a small town located at the northern extent of the York Peninsula on the east coast of the Spencer Gulf and is situated about 170 kilometres northwest of Adelaide. Here we were joined again by Copper Trail ED Jerry for the multi-terrain coastal park run beginning at the Port Broughton foreshore, not far from the jetty and the toilets. This park run was an unexpected gem, Simon, a bit like your, what was your, Calvin Grove? Calvin Grove. Yes, because beginning with a grass section, the course veers off onto a sandy trail down onto the beach. It is an out-and-back course, which varies in difficulty depending on the tide. A high tide means running on the softer sand. For those more organised than I, there is also a caravan park along the course, which would make for a convenient adventure. Despite the mixed terrain, I very much enjoyed this event, which had a small group of 37 participants for the first park run of 2024. Afterwards, I did meet co-EDs Kirsty and Alison before joining my friends for another brunch at a nearby cafe. Now, the final Saturday of my trip to SA, the 6th of Jan, was to Nuriutpa Park Run in the Barossa Valley on the traditional lands of the Paramount people. This one is a double out and back course alongside the grapevines and is relatively flat on a primarily gravel path. It was event 291 and the influx of holidaymakers meant the event recorded their highest attendance since their launch in September 2017. That was 101. After the event, we said goodbye to Martine and Andrew and then along with Belinda's friend Jenny, headed to a nearby cafe for a quick coffee. This was the end of our South Australian adventure. 
I said goodbye to Belinda and I began my long drive home to Meltown. But South Australia is a treasure trove of parkrun delight and we enjoyed each event we attended as well as the different experiences we had in the regions. I look forward to returning soon for more adventures. <laughs> huge, huge adventures. Yes. Sounds like uh, a bit of driving and uh, and a lot of exploring. A lot of driving, Simon, and, you know, crazy as I am, I returned um, to rural Victoria the week after, just did a lazy 1,200 more kilometres around the Silo Art Trail. But that's an aside. <laughs> <laughs> we should move on, though, because this is going to be a very long recording and we've got some news and discussion to cover. And first of all, there was excitement the other week, being the 6th of Jan, a new Aussie attendance record. I do believe there was a total of 78,050 participants on the weekend, the biggest ever, um, made up of 72-odd thousand participants and just over 5,500 volunteers. Did you have anything else to add? So, yeah, I saw that that came up on the 6th of January, but I saw last weekend that there was 19 events in Australia break their attendance records. And so far this month, there's actually been 50 events, 50 of the 480 or so park runs that have had new attendance records. So Australia is certainly waking up to to park run. People are either coming back or we've got more first timers and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, uh, it's records of plenty in Australia at the moment. I've got a theory. <laughs> You want to know my theory? Yeah, what's that? I was trying to think, why, why did people stop going to parkrun over the holiday period for a couple of years after the pandemic? And I reckon everybody had no leave left. Everybody was just working. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they, they weren't on leave, Simon, because everybody used up all their leave over COVID. And so people are just finally getting back into that kind of go away for Christmas, you know, mindset. Maybe. Yeah. Because they've accumulated more leave. It's a big possibility. <laughs> and I think a lot of New Year's resolutions as well. Yeah. But there was there was something else exciting happened, wasn't there? There was. That's a great segue talking about <laughs> records. We have a new female parkrun world record, Kiara McGeehan in uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland, set a new record at 15 minutes and 13 seconds, taking 12 seconds off Izzy Bat Doyle's year-old record from Aldinga Beach last year, um, which obviously remains the Australian record of 15 minutes 25. So Kiara is apparently a two-time Olympian and obviously a very handy runner. And from what I understand of the course that she was on, it isn't flat. So it's no frog hollow, shall we say. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, apparently it was quite windy. Um, but, yeah, she broke the female world record. Good work, Kira. So it's Aussie's turn to uh, take that back. And it does tend to happen this time of year when uh, these uh, elites are on holidays, Simon. That's exactly right. And it is an Olympic years, so they are, they're in their, their tuning up period, I guess. Now, in other news, we wanted to... I guess give a little bit of a shout out to one of our roving reporters, which is Greta, who stepped down as a regional ambassador. After many years nurturing the growth of South Australian events with ambassadors and event directors, Greta has decided to step back and continue her parkrun journey as a member of the parkrun community. So we wanted to extend our thanks to Greta for everything she's done for parkrun in South Australia and hope that we will continue to hear from her when she visits new events because she is a statesman over there in SA. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she's definitely the, the person that has got SA going and that's probably why you enjoyed so many events over the break. And so many of them I had previously heard of probably because of Greta lodging her roving reports when she's visited. True. In other news, it sounds like we have a new Milestone shirt supplier. So ProDirect is being replaced in the UK by sports shoes. So obviously here in Australia, we don't know much about sports shoes, but um, yeah, we're going to have a new supplier of the Milestone shirts. So my understanding is at the moment that you can't actually order a Milestone shirt, but there is an announcement pending. Um, I think it's going to be this week 
from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just keep our eyes peeled on the socials, the Parkrun Global, I guess, and even Parkrun Australia socials for more news about milestone shirts. So I think it's time that we threw to some roving reports. Now, we've had a few over the break, so we are going to hear from PK at West Beach, Tracy at Bellevue Juniors, and Lyndall at Paradise Point. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. Uh, it's PK here. I am out on the course just by myself. It's, uh, sorry, what course am I on? Where am I reporting in from? I am reporting in from West Beach Parkrun in South Australia on the coast, as the name suggests, of Adelaide. Uh, it's not a new Parkrun course, but it's um, it's back to its old original course, which is fantastic, which is why I thought I'd do a quick report and celebrate that. So West Beach Park Run is at West Beach, clearly, and it used to go up the river, up Torrens River, along Linear Park, and then back down. Linear Park had some work done to it, so it uh, had to go along the coast, which was also very nice, but we are thankful that the original coastal uh, sorry, the original river course is back, which is fantastic. And so, yeah, I'm out on it today and it is beautiful. Um, with a bit of an added bonus, bit of a spoiler alert here, uh, there is now, they've just created some wetlands, which is really interesting, right next to the river. And it looks like maybe a sculpture trail. Anyway, good stuff. Let's, um, let's finish the course and chat to some legends. So good to be out here enjoying this beautiful morning here, getting amongst Park Run Day just before Christmas. Okay, we are now at the finish line. We've done West Beach Park Run, and there are quite a few people. I came in at 3.27, wasn't running. I kind of ran a little bit, but anyway. I reckon they're going to break their record today. Let's find out. Anyway, let's um, talk to one of the legends uh, who's doing uh, Park Run for his first time. G'day, Will. Hello, PK. Sorry, when I say parkrun for the first time, I mean West Beach. Yeah. Parkrun for the first time. You've done a few parkruns. How many have you done, do you reckon? Uh, probably around 12. I think this is my 12th, so I'm really? relatively new to awesome. the concept. What about your PA? She'd probably know. How many has he, has he done? I don't know. Okay. Oh, well, well, there you go, talking it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think uh, of today? A bit warm? Yeah, it was a bit warm, but I actually like it. It's probably one of my favourite park runs because it's a bit more flatter. Yeah, nice. Um, nice. I like running next to the beach in the water as well. Yeah, it'd be good. Are you going to yeah. attempt to have a swim? Uh, I am, actually. I was going to get my feet in there. It's cool down a I bit. Reckon, but I reckon we should yeah, do that too. Yeah, I think so. Um, why do you like park run? Why do you do park run? Uh, it's nice to get out in the morning and do a quick run, some exercise, and it's good to catch up with everyone as well. So, yes. yeah, it's good to see the community. Correct. You've got, you've got it there, mate. You yeah. said the magic C word. Yeah community that is uh well done mate now good stuff thank you for being part of it it's always nice to see you out and about uh keep doing it thank you nice work mate and now i'm with uh, one of the co-eds the leader how are you nice to see you oh good pk always good to see you glad you could come back to the beach yeah well i saw your t-shirt before i saw you what are are we wearing today 100 volunteer yes you are sirens going off just in time well done congrats mate um hey congrats that the sorry to interrupt your chat by the way um sorry i I just wandered up to a leader and we we were chatting out in the course which was nice wasn't it you were telling me (laughs) all about the back to the river uh, back back to to the the river river yeah and um and the bonus wetlands Oh, it's beautiful. Did you know there were going to be wetlands? Uh, there was talk about them, but we didn't actually know what that actually was going to look like because we all know the. Oh, artist did you volunteer, thing. by the way? You meant to be in the volley photo? No. No. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> um, no, the uh, best thing in the world. The. Um, uh, the artist renditions obviously keep changing, so we're all just waiting with bated breath to see what it actually was going to look like. Um, and it's still not done. There's a few Ghana artworks going to come yeah, through, so it'll be beautiful wait. out in the course oh, when I it's can't finished. Wait. Hey, let's wander over. Let's live. Let's chat live and see how many. See whether you break the record because oh, I don't know. There could have been. We'll find out in a minute. Let's ask. Well done, Max. Well done, buddy. Great to see you. Um, we're going to find out live whether we break the record today. What what numbers did we get? Can you remember? Oh, it hasn't finished. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I saw the volley photo. It's still going. It's all right. What are we up to, though? It's looking tempting. Anyway, so that's quite a few, isn't it? What's your record here? 
102 is the record. Yeah. Um, it's one of those records that we're very happy doesn't get broken anytime soon. Correct. But you had um, the Adelaide, Adelaide Harriers out for their Christmas run. They were out today. Which was, was nice. Um, and they're hoping for the Adelaide Frontrunners to yes. uh, make their way to Christmas Day as well. They've uh, awesome. promised they're going to come through. I love that you are doing Christmas. Oh, we've got treats. Yes, oh, this is meant to be for volunteers only. Can I have one? Thank you. That's very kind. I'm even Mom getting... I made this one. I made this one. Yeah, you did. Made that one. Mm, just eating... What was that one that I'm eating? Fudge. Fudge. It's got cranberry and pistachio in it. Cranberry and pistachio for Christmas. Yeah. Awesome. I'm eating Christmas stuff at a Christmas park run. Life can't get much better than this, can it? It's a happy park run day. Happy park run day. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the park run. And likewise, place wouldn't be the same without us. Love it. You know it. <laughs> Thank you. All righty, that's it. That's me signing off from another awesome park run. Uh, West Beach Park Run. Come and do it. Get amongst it. Merry Christmas whenever you hear this. Good morning, Parkrunners. It's Tracy Natutu, and I'm coming to you from last year. Yes, through the magic of technology, I am recording the last Parkrun in Queensland of 2023, and I'm down at uh, Bellevue Park Juniors this morning. Uh, why? Well, actually, Descon is Park. Junior Park Run um, unfortunately had to be cancelled due to uh, soggy fields. Um, so I've come down here and check it out and say hello to the team. Stand by. Good morning again. I've got Dwayne. Hi, Dwayne. Good morning. Dwayne, what's your job here today? Uh, I'm the run director here at Bellevue Park Junior Park Run. And how long have you been doing that for? Um, I've probably been the run director, well, a run director here for about two years. Previous to that, I was run director at Main Beach Park Run, so the big park runs on Saturday for about four years. And tell me about your park run um, history. Have you, is Main Beach your home park run or? Uh, yeah, Main Beach is my home park run. It's the one that I've done uh, the most of. I think I've done about a hundred or so Main mm-hmm. Beach park runs. I've done about... Somewhere just over 250 in total. Um, Just over, I think, about 120 volunteers. So I've been doing it for quite a while and then helping out quite a bit. Um, Doing run directing and other volley roles throughout the throughout Gold Coast as well. My other half is a ambassador for the Gold Coast, so we actually know quite a few of the run directors and, um, yeah, yeah really involved in, in the Gold Coast community for Park Run too, so it's really, really great. Yeah, well, we appreciate you doing this Juniors event on the Gold Coast. Um, uh, coming from Descona Juniors, we know that the kids just love it. Um, what, what's the atmosphere like here? What, what sort of vibe do you have? Oh, look, I think it's really, really good. Um, Previous to us being at Bellevue, we were at TSS, mm-hmm. so it was um, a slightly different location, different setup. Um, unfortunately, with COVID, we, mm. we, we couldn't continue, and then mm. uh, when we actually came back, there was actually conditions there, and we weren't able to actually meet all of them, mm-hmm. so we actually came, um, moved to this location. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the atmosphere, I think it's really, really good. Kids, The kids have a great time. We've got music that's playing. It's all about getting them involved and being really happy and, and enjoying what they're doing, and we, we spend a lot of time and making that happen so yeah good yeah yeah, fantastic okay lots of ollies arriving so i'll leave you to attend to them and um chat to you later all right team juniors is finished everyone's crossed the finish line and i've got louie with me hi louie how are you hi i'm good how are you i'm well thanks how'd you go today i went good um i had my sister almost beat me today but i i only just able was about to overtake me but i over but I stayed in front of her at the finish line. Good on you, good on you. Now, Louie, I hear that you're a future run director in training um, because you may have volunteered here once or twice here before. Uh, Would those rumours be correct? And could you tell me a bit more about that? They're correct. And I have done a lot of park ones, but my favourite two ones are first time is welcomes and warm-up. Do you bring your own particular style to warm-up? Is that what you do? Yeah. I've... Done. Louis consulting his stats here. Uh, he's making sure he's got the official numbers. So stand by while we have official verification. Hold on. I have ninety-seven volunteers, and I do an extra exercise on the in the warm-up every week. That is awesome. And why do you keep coming back to juniors? And please don't say your parents make you. Because I like the environment and I like running. Awesome. Thanks for chatting with me, Louis. You have a really good day, hey? You too. Thanks. 
All right, team, that's a wrap from Bellevue Park Junior Park Run. I think there were about 30 or 40 finishes today. Awesome effort. Extra volleys as well. Great time here. Pretty down hot in the sun, so I'm going to uh, wander off, find some shade, and maybe have a bite to eat before heading back to Bris Vegas. Hey, have a good day, folks. Have a good holiday. Um, I will see you at Palm 24. Bye. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall and today I'm coming to you from the lands of the Younger Bear people. I'm down on the northern fringes of the Gold Coast at Paradise Point Parkrun. Gee, I got through that okay, didn't I? I thought I might not get through Paradise Point Parkrun. Anyway, I am here with today's run directors, David and Lois. G'day, how are you going today? G'day Lyndall, nice Hi, to Lyndall. see you. thank you. <laughs> now, big numbers today. I was a little bit late for the first timers briefing, but there was a big group there as well. Being on the Gold Coast, you get lots of visitors at this time of year. Yes, we do, Lyndall. I think um, uh, Gold Coast being a good tourist destination, uh, people come and people come to Paradise Point because they know it's a flat course. <laughs> so we do get people here who want to, you know, do well, try and get a PB, even though we've got three turns. But um, people are interested in coming. So yeah, we had um, that was about twenty uh, visitors today and or at least seven first timers going, going to come to run at Parkrun for the first time so their Saturdays will be changed forever from now on <laughs> they sure will be <laughs> and today we had visitors from Scotland yep. we had South Africans Ballarat Ballarat Sydney Sunny Coast yeah mm. so all over Gloucester uh, my, my nephew and his wife are here from Gloucester from UK Gloucester. yes that's right yes so good visiting now and it's a big park run, so you have lots of locals here as well. Tell me about the locals and the community here at Paradise Point. Well, they're very supportive, and we're lucky that uh, one of our regular runners is the local councillor, Shelley Curtis. Yeah. And she's fantastic, and her family here, and they help out with the um, volunteering as, as well as running. And we average over 300 here. On the website it says just over 200, but like this morning we had nearly 340 runners, which is pretty standard for this time of the year. Brilliant. Now, we've alluded to it being a flat course. Who, Which of you would like to do a course description for the Parkrun Adventurers? Oh, yeah, so flat course. Um, we, we run, it's 5Ks. Fancy that. <laughs> um, uh, we run on, on a good wide concrete path. Um, there's about 500 metres on a boardwalk. Big, nice, big, wide turns. Uh, and unfortunately, you do have to go past the, the end and come back down around Jonathan's Corner to come back. But on the sea, so on the water, always with a breeze, even even in hot weather, so and, and plenty of shady trees. So really, come and come and join us. It's a great place to run. It was a bit of a hat backwards day for me today because it got a bit windy. I thought I was going to lose my cap, so I had to turn it around for a bit of air so I didn't end up in the in the water here. So yeah, people do that to get a PB, Lyndall. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't get a PB today. I can guarantee you that. And of course, the People go through the finish line and get their barcode scanned and mill around, catch up with all their friends. Yeah. Then within 100 metres, we've got half a dozen fantastic cafes yep. and restaurants yep, and yep, coffee yep. shops and, uh, and we'll be going over there very shortly. Yes. And, you know, all the amenities. There's water bubbles on course. Yes. Um, Two all toilets. those kinds of toilets things. Toilets, toilets everywhere. Yep. So um, playground for the kids. Yep. It's got everything here. All right. Now... This podcast is for people who like adventuring. So, time to talk a little bit about your story with Parkrun. We'll get to your volunteering, but first things first, how are you as adventurers? Tell us a story about that. Uh, Well, we are quite adventurous in that we have completed the uh, Parkrun alphabet uh, from all (laughs) over the world, but mostly in Australia. And we're lucky that just up the road in Brisbane, we have a Z. Yes. The Zilmere, which is really good. Uh, although the D is a difficult one here because the nearest one is out of Dolby. But uh, yeah. we've, we've done that. We've done our five overseas park runs. So, yep. so you're international adventurers? We are, yes. Yeah, a little bit obsessed. Um, the 5K <laughs> app, which is very handy. It, uh, it gives you the progress on all the different badges, yep. virtual badges that you can earn. Yes. And uh, we've got quite a few of those. Yes. Lois, I overheard you recommending that to somebody at the first timers briefing this morning. So yeah. definitely an adventurer at heart. All right. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot and you can decide whether you want to do, a, do this together or both of you. 
I'm going to ask you for your top three park runs, not including Paradise Point. Who wants to go first? Lois is going first. Uh, so I've been lucky enough to go to Bushy Park and, and obviously that was just a thrill with two and a yeah. half thousand people on that <laughs> summer day. So I'm going to say Bushy Park. Last year I went to Amsterdam on holiday and did BOS, B-O-S, in a forest. Lots of expats, fast runners. I was the last runner walkers behind me they just were speedies but through a forest with uh, deer and horses and wildlife it was fantastic and my third I think would be um, in Australia somewhere like um, where would we go in Adelaide um, Al- somewhere like Aldinga Aldinga yes. Beach yeah. so beautiful friendliest yeah. people um, yeah so they're my top three Excellent. Who are you, David? Well, my favourite local one is up at Tambourine Mountain. Oh, it's, yes. it's 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 uh, it's more a, um, a a bush run, so yes. it's uh, it's it's quite challenging yeah. and and fun. But uh, Lois and I are unique in that as a team, I don't run. Okay. I've, I've only done three park runs, yeah. but I have volunteered nearly two hundred and twenty times. So Lois runs, and I volunteer. Yeah. 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 So I enjoyed volunteering up there. Um, I like again another local one who's Mudjurabar. Yeah. That's a really nice, flat, friendly group of people. That's a really good park run. And overseas, one of my first ones was East Coast Park. Oh yes, at Singapore. Yes, yes, yes. Now, yes. that would, probably would have been really mild and oh, not very, so not you know, hot. Oh, no, that's right. Not hot at all. No, we were concerned about the snow. Yeah. <laughs> 7.30 in the morning, it was so hot. But that was fun. And that was the first time I'd volunteered in the deep end. of only 70 people. And the run director there, English chap, he put me straight in as timekeeper. Fantastic. Yeah, straight in off the deep end. And I've loved it ever since. Yeah. And you volunteer a lot here, obviously, being yes. run directors. Being um, what's the best thing about volunteering at Park Run? Oh, m- meeting all the wonderful people regularly every Saturday. I um, mean, I've got to know so many people here, and uh, and they're very supportive and welcoming. And I do cajole and bully whatever it takes to fill a <laughs> roster each week. So I use my friends and, uh, and 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 people that I know, and they're happy to do it. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yes. All right, now. We've spoken for a little while. I feel like I could talk, talk to you for hours about parkrun because it's just the joy that you have for it is yes. just really apparent to me, and yeah, it's beautiful. Enjoy it very much. What is one more thing that you would like the parkrun adventurers to know about Paradise Point Parkrun? Well, I've mentioned the great coffee yeah. right across the road. <laughs> I've got one. Oh yeah. There was a park dog at the end turnaround who was just adorable. Little white little puppy dog. Casper. Casper. Yes. Casper. New to volunteering. Casper's first time today. First time His mum, first time volunteering today. Emma. Yes. Emma. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, it yeah. is, it's just, Parker and is, well, as it says, it's for everybody, isn't yeah. it? Sure. So, it's a community within the community. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for everything that you do for Parkrun, both here at Paradise Point and overseas. Timekeeping in your first go. High five. (laughs) Well done, Linda. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, Linda. Bye. Cheers. And great to hear from our Channel 5 News crew again, Simon. It is. It's good to hear some voices we haven't heard in a while as well. Yeah, welcome back, Tracy. Good to hear from you. Now, we will turn our attention to Dazza's. And this week, Dazza said, after a lovely break with his arms down and his feet up, Dazza is back in the kitchen, ready to take your order. How was your park run morning? And some of the many comments were, starting with Lee Cabarita. That's her porn name. You look great, Dazza. Your holiday served you well. I ventured over to Wentworth Common today for its second birthday celebrations and bumped into adventurers Sally, Bianca and Alana and Steve. was a super hot run and now I'll have a mocker thanks. And Lee shared with us a photo of herself, Bianca and Sally in the selfie frame. Your turn. 
<laughs> Next, we heard from Andrea Booth. So she said, hi, Dazza. I hope you've had a lovely break. Today, I joined the team of run directors at Gels Parkrun. Excited to contribute in this new way. Everyone was very supportive. And there was a picture of Andrea in the RD vest surrounded by the volley team. Very well done, Andrea. That's a big thing, stepping up to RD. It is. I'm sure she'll be great. Now, we heard from Ryan Stoddart. Queensland and he said Palm Creek Park Run today and officially a Queensland statesman. Beginning of December I quit my job, packed up the car, left Brisbane and hit the road for an epic park run adventure to complete my final eight park runs and become a Queensland statesman. Old Thompson River Road, Cloncurry, Mount Isa, Emerald, Charters Towers Airport, Atherton Cardwell and Palm Creek Park Run. Six weeks and 6,800 kilometres later, I'm now a statesman. Yes, I think we got the memo. (laughs) It's been incredible. The Parkrun community is amazing. Passing through Miles, Miles Parkrun RD Shirley offered a room for the night. While in Longreach, Parkrun Volleys Ross and Susie took me water skiing and put me up in their guest bedroom. Emerald Parkrun, on Christmas Day, my first Christmas without family and friends, Parkrun Volleys Sharon Jaka and family invite me into their home for Christmas breakfast feast. Charters Towers Airport Park Run RD Sahara let me stay on her property while I was there. She even took me on a private history tour of the town. And post park run coffees at each park run with the event teams and the other park runners became very valuable in finding information such as where to camp for free and locating public showers. It's been a wonderful adventure, but the adventure is only just beginning. I'm about to head down to Tassie for five months to continue parkrun adventures. And Ryan shared a photo of himself in the selfie frame at Palm Creek. So that's living the dream, Simon. I mean, gosh, quit his job. It's huge, absolutely huge. And I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from him if he's heading down to Tassie for five months. Um, Tiffany's going to be a Tassie statesman too before he's finished. For five months, I'm hoping so. Yeah, so good job, Brian. Indeed. Now we've got a really short one, which was from Karina Campbell. So she just said, splashing around at Lota, but the picture she shared was awesome. It's a shot of her and a friend splashing in a puddle on the Lota course. Well, Simon, maybe we should challenge our adventurers to start getting a little bit more um, inventive with their photos they share in Dazzers. You mean less selfie frames or selfie frames with other things? Oh, yeah, like the rock. Rocky. Where's Rocky from? Isn't he around? You don't remember. No. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) No, the listeners will know. This is the disadvantage of having a face that you can see my face go, what? Yes. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) Okay. Never mind. Let's move on. Sherry Brantman from SA. Mount Gambier. Wow, what a course. Out and back around the rim of the Blue Lake. Hilly, stunning views and the friendliest locals I have encountered so far in my touristing. Even a kangaroo at the end. And there was a lovely photo of a smiling Sherry with the Blue Lake behind Awesome. The Blue Lake does look beautiful. Very blue. Very blue. (laughs) So next we heard from Andrew Yeatman in WA. He said, Claysbrook Cove Park Run with fellow Park Run adventurers, Franz Carroll, Alan Raven, Dave Allmark and Kevin Murphy. John Story's 500th Park Run, photo volley number 96 for me. And there was a photo of the old farts with the Claysbrook <laughs> selfie frame. I wrote that. I guess you had. <laughs> yeah, but Andrew refers to the little group of blokes that travel around as the old farts. Okay. So it's his words. I can't get in trouble for that. But congratulations to John's story as well for his 500th park run. That is huge. He may not be the only one this week, though. More on that later. Exactly. We also heard from Helen Rutter coming to us from the UK. She said, hello and happy new year, Dazza. Enjoyed the most wonderful social park run day ever at Lindsay's Milestone event, Pavilion Gardens, Buxton, my slowest ever time and well pleased with it. Proper buzzing. And Helen shared a photo of herself looking very cold in front of the pop-up at Pavilion Gardens. Now I have to mention that Helen always positions herself so she looks like she's just teetering on the top of that pop-up. 
I thought that too. I thought, yeah, I thought have you noticed she was that? standing on it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's deliberate. Okay. Yeah, she looks like little Helen balancing on the pop-up. Yeah, no, it's very clever. You know what we forgot, Simon? What did we forget? We forgot to choose the Obi. Obi, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first week back. Oh, well, that's your problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> You know what? I'm thinking because of becoming a statesman and doing six park runs across a very wide range of Queensland events, I think it has to go to Ryan Stoddart. So congratulations, Ryan. Woohoo! Obi Award recipient. Yes. Oh my gosh, we've got some late breaking news. Adventure shirts. We are so excited to announce that we're opening the portal again so you can pre order an adventurous top, sporting our Zoomy logo and our motto business at the front, party at the back, to wear at Palm 24 or anywhere you like. It's a new fabric, so it's going to be the same fabric as the uglies from this Christmas just gone. So if you've purchased from Ventu before, the ugly shirts, for example, then you're going to be very familiar with the stretchy honeycomb fabric, which is so comfy and lovely to run in. And after a long period of being unavailable, it's back. For 2024, our shirts are being made in the honeycomb fabric. So we have singlets available in men's and women's sizes from extra, extra small to three times XL and shirts in men's slash unisex and women's from extra, extra small to five times XL. Yes, you read that right. We are offering shirts <laughs> up to the size of 5XL. We all know size matters. Use the size guide on the portal to get the right fit. These shirts are being custom made just for you. So singlets are going to cost $52.50 plus postage and handling and shirts are $57 plus postage and handling. The login code is uppercase P-A-L-M-23, Palm 23. And if you go onto our Facebook page, you can use the link on there. I'm not going to read it out because it's going to get a bit confusing. (laughs) So orders are open until midnight on 11 February Australian Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to say, for our overseas listeners. So no shirts are made or sent until after this date because they are all custom. So once the orders are closed on the 11th of February, shirts will be made to order and you can expect a delivery to your home approximately five weeks later. So that's going to be well into March. So if you've got any questions, pop them in the comments or shoot the office lady a message. Yes, and I would personally like to thank the office lady for all the work that she puts into organising these runs of the shirts and she does all that communication with Ventu and all the planning. And she's fabulous. So thank you very much, Sam, for all of that. She does a lot for us behind the scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's time we heard from Club Corner. What do you reckon? Let's have a listen. This is Rachel with Club Corner, coming to you from Aranda Country, and in 2024 I am going to make things snappy. We all know, don't we? That parkrun is getting on the clock in 2024, so here are my tips for the youth of parkrun. Okay, here we go. Short and sharp. This is going to hurt. Parkrun is a 5k run, jog or walk, every Saturday at a regular time. The time varies according to location, and there are many locations, but not many times. There are well over 450 events active in Australia, plus more around the globe. You can also volunteer at parkrun. There is also a junior park run, which is 2K and on a Sunday. And that's it. There are loads of park runs, so why not see a few and stay tuned for our future club corners. Howdy, it's the birthday boy here, with 2024 getting off to a banging start. This month has five park run days, starting with the special day on the 1st of January, 
then four weekends on the 6th, the 13th, the 20th and 27th. The special day on the 1st is worldwide, so flap your wings and fly off to anywhere, but be sure to check the special event compendium. I probably need a new standard anniversary caveat, but until then, events may celebrate what they like when they like, so be sure to check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. First off in 2024, we have a junior event, Anniversary with Innsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run in Victoria, turning three. Yippee! And their anniversary falls on the 21st of January. Yes, the 21st. Remember, juniors take part on Sundays. Now for the 5K anniversaries. Hmm, who to pick, who to highlight. There are two events turning one in the first month. So let's name Callum Beam and Brisbane Valley Rail Trail Blackbutt. The former is in Victoria, and the latter is tied for the longest parkrun name in Australia, and that's in Queensland. So yeah, I guess that's that. This month, the most populous anniversary number is six, with nine events due this month. In rough order, we have San Remo, New South Wales, Brighton, Victoria, Bagara, Queensland, Zilmere, Queensland, Queens Domain in Tasmania, Gardner's Creek in Victoria, Edith Berg in South Australia, Huskisson, New South Wales, and Margaret River in WA. We all know that Zilmere is a Z, so that's a reason enough to go for some. The Q for Queen's Domain is also a pretty rare letter, with there only being four available in Australia. Apart from that, go wild. As with all Parkrun adventures, the Parkrun cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend plus two further weeks. So be sure to check it again mid-month. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter. And be sure to let Mel at L know if you have any requests. And thank you very much to the birthday boy and Rachel. So we had a double treat there, Simon. We snuck in both of them in that little break. Uh, and I would like to thank the birthday boy for reminding me about Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run's <laughs> upcoming birthday that I'd forgotten all about. <laughs> so this is the worth of the birthday boy remembering the junior events because, you know, otherwise they could be forgotten. There's not many to remember. <laughs> And uh, how's Rachel? She's getting all um, she's getting all hip and just getting all TikToky, short and brief and punchy. Yeah. So you know this will maybe appeal to the younger listeners in our audience. All those. <laughs> Do we have younger? Listeners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might be captive audiences in cars of older listeners. <laughs> Well, at least I'll enjoy something. <laughs> if they get what Rachel is. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the Google Maps lady talking on the podcast? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, hey, Mel, do you want to tell us about the Adventurers <laughs> Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 13th? <laughs> I'd love to, Simon. Well, this week... Not this week, last week. We had a total of 545 members. We have just exploded. 440 took part on this state in seven countries across 218 locations. In the UK, there were adventures at 27 events. There were five in South Africa, two in the USA, and one each in Germany and Japan. But locally, we had adventures at... 50 events. What? Where? In New South Wales. Amazing. <laughs> 42 in Victoria, 36 in Kingsland, <laughs> 14 <laughs> on the west side, 13 in SA. There were eight on the North Island, seven each in Tassie and ACT, four on the South Island and one in the Northern Tree. Bowling strike? Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Hmm, 
but how's that? Like 50. That's the first time we've hit 50. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And there aren't many new events in New South Wales, so that's a good spread of people. Mm-hmm. So internationally, we had a frond at Pavilion Gardens UK with Phil Corker, Pippa White, Cameron Story, Helen and Andy Rudder, Christine Imbert, Amanda Murray Hintind Hind, or AMH, and <laughs> Callum Burrell. I'm going to go with AMH because, AMH. Um, yeah, otherwise I'm never going to remember the pronunciation of that one. <laughs> sure. Amanda, if you don't mind. Um, eight, eight at an event in the UK. That's the biggest number ever, I think. So good job. That's fantastic. So there was a, a photo that Callum Burrell shared with us, which was the first frond of the year from the UK. A perfect place for a park run, Pavilion Gardens park run, and a cracking morning it was for Lindsay Burrell to do her 100th different volunteering location. So many our park run family came to celebrate a really fantastic achievement. And in the photo, we had Phil Corker, Pippa White, Cameron Story, Lindsay, Christine Imbert, Helen Patricia, Callum, and AMH. Hooray! And a big congratulations to Lindsay. What a great achievement. And she was looking very Jessie from Toy Story <laughs> there with her with her cow top. Was it a top? Or she had something around her shoulders in any case and her red her red buff around her neck and yeah, looking all very cow themed. Looks like a cow balloons as well. Mmm. So congratulations. Thank you for volunteering in all those places. Now, locally, there was a front of eight in Australia at three other events. They were Dolls Point, Shell Harbour and Toowoomba. So I thought I'd read out the names of those at Toowoomba, being that will be the uh, LGA where we're headed for calm. <laughs> In a few months' time, it was Eman, Christine, Lockie Miners, Roger and Barbara Luther, Denise Orton, and Ian and Catherine Greenstreet. So we had a few PBs from our adventurers. We have Morglin Smith, who is A6887923. She ran a PB at Southampton in 35 minutes and 10 seconds. We had Julie Jackson, A6896725. She ran a PB at Sandon Point down there south of Sydney, 5750. And James Thomas, A7331403, ran a PB at Woiwoi in 46 minutes 15. Well done to all of those. Now, also, we had some milestones, adventure milestones even. And the first one was our very own Channel 5 News crew, David Moss, A380096. He ran, did I say that? His 500th. <laughs> Hurrah at Yay. Kuwana. Now, Dave also did his 500th with Graham Rose and Pat O'Connor, and they were three of the nine 500 kilometres around the globe this week. But Dave was the early adventurer. Yeah. Now, we also had Kathy Mudge, A2163126. She ran her 250th milestone at the Terrace. And Sarah Wickham, A876418, who ran her 100th milestone at Mount Helena. So hooray to all those adventurers. Remember, if you'd like us to track these achievements, you can add the Adventurers Club as one of your five affiliations on your Parkrun profile, and you can also check out all of the stats on www.theinformant.me. Fabulous. Now let's look at the events that launched last week, Simon. I'm not sure we haven't brought any information about any launches that may have happened over Christmas, New Year, so let's pretend they're we did. <laughs> Any case, last weekend we had, hmm, okay, let me gear myself up for this, Erin Breitstein, I think, Erin Breitstein in Germany. This event is in Koblenz, a charming city where the Moselle meets the Rhine River in Western Germany. The course is an out and back on paved paths. It follows the Rhine River and it had 44 finishes for event one. Ten of those were first-time participants. And a fun fact, there are now 57 events in Germany according to the German Parkrun page. So Germany's really, really expanding quite quickly. 
The next one we have is Zodepark Hogeveen in the Netherlands. Uh, so there were 64 finishers and 35 of those were first-time participants. So over half of them had never run a park run before. The route contains two laps, a smaller one around the park and a bigger one over the dike. A combination of paved for three kilometres and gravel for two kilometres. Uh, the start and finish are near a large playground. And so for those playing along at home, Zoda Park translates in Dutch to South Park. Nice. So there is actually already one called Zoda Park elsewhere in the Netherlands. Yes, and now they've got three Zs. They do. They're very greedy. (laughs) We also had Brunswick Park in the UK. They had 226 finishes, seven of which were very first-time participants. This event is in Wensbury and is three undulating loops of a park, one-third grass and two-thirds tarmac. And there's a note on their event page to say there's no toilets. So, you need to have a little stop before you get there. That's a good tip. Well said, Brunswick Park. And the last one is not a launch, but it is a relaunch after um, this is the first time they've they've run again since COVID. So that was Odendale Stadium in South Africa. The event takes place at Odendale Stadium in Prince Albert. They had 12 finishes and only one of them was a first-time participant. I reckon that has to be the smallest park run in South Africa <laughs> because they are known for their hundreds and thousands. <laughs> Either that or a very, very quiet relaunch. Yes, yes. But anyway, that's nice that they're back up and running. So well done and welcome back to the family to Odendale. Hope we got that right, Johan. Um, <laughs> yes, and, uh, and to those other three in Germany, Netherlands and the UK. Where are you heading next week, Mel? Wow. A week at home again for me. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to head to Pucker. I'm going to go back up to Pucker. They, um, it's their first week back after their Christmas New Year break. Break. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. So that is my Saturday. And Sunday I've got a little birthday party happening at Junior's. I'm RD. Yay! So I would like to invite the whole adventure community to come and join us for our birthday. We would like to get our numbers up. So please <laughs> steal a child. No, no, that's a joke. Bring a family member if you haven't got little people of your own and uh, come and visit us and maybe I'll have to buy some lamingtons or something. <laughs> How's the volunteer roster looking? Um, yes. Also, if you'd like to volunteer, <laughs> <laughs> we do have some spaces available. And when I finish recording, I might put a shout out up on social media. <laughs> that is a good idea. And any week you can go and help Mel to volunteer at Ainsbury. I'm sure she'd appreciate it. I very much would. Yes. Thank you. We're only a small junior park run. We're the smallest one in the Oh, we could be the smallest Ooh. one in the world. There's a very good chance we are. We're definitely the smallest in Australia. Definitely. But, Simon, where will you be on Saturday? I am undecided. I have three possibilities because they're three events I haven't done before. So I could be at North Lakes, I could be at Kedron, or I could be at Germside. There was one that I was aiming for, but it looks like it's been rained out again. So I will be going to one of those three, I would say. Mm. So there's still a lot of rain in your in your area? It's rained again today, it has. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's all sort of runoff, like everything's sort of catching because everything was already wet and now it's just saturated and and sitting like we've got so many mosquitoes at the moment so (laughs) and are these events at risk of floods because i've walked kedron yeah um i'm pretty sure that that would be a flood risk isn't it along sort of a drainage it is along a drainage thing so that may become kedron's probably the easiest one for me to get to um and i have actually kept it up my sleeve for a an early airport drop-off or an early airport pickup because it's sort of the closest one easiest one that I can work out to the airport. Um, North Lakes is in a, uh, you know, community, like um, it's on an estate. So it's it's one of the um, early, early ones. So it would be an eye index for me. I've still got a lot of eye indexes to go, but it's not (laughs) like, yeah, 
it would help me along with my eye index. Um, and Cherm side, I haven't really looked into that much, but I, I know that's not not that difficult to get to. I think I've walked Cherm side, but that could be a lie. I'd have to check my Fritos. But that's the good thing about logging a Frito. You can always go back and check if you've done a course. If you don't log it, then it's gone from your memory. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I think that might be it, Mel. It is absolutely, Simon. Thank you for joining me again this week. It was a pleasure to catch up with you and hear all about your Christmas and New Year excitement. You too, and thank you for having me once again for the third Monday in the month. <laughs> I'll be back again in a month's time. Maybe it's five weeks because it's a, it's a five Monday this month. Uh-huh. As always. You can contact us via the Parkrun Adventurers on Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That's it for another week. And Mel, we'll see you next week for more (laughs) adventures. (laughs) Bye. Bye.